Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to The Watchers. My name is Tyler. <laughs> and I'm Clay. We are The Watchers. It is a podcast where we break down Marvel films and shows, give our thoughts, opinions, and maybe even answer a couple questions. But per the usual, mm. tell me, Gonzo, how was your phenomenal day? Um, It was a long one. Exhausting. I think you could say the same thing as well. Uh, but I, I haven't asked you uh, yet. One sec, though. Um, I accidentally locked myself uh, while I was pumping my... I mean, I locked m my keys in my car when I was pumping my gas. So I was at the Ow. gas station, stuck. It's not so I had idea. to call the folks to get the spare. At least you got a spare so I had around. To, like, I had, yeah, I had a traffic control. And it's a busy gas station, so it was yeah. pretty rough. But that is overall, it's a Thursday. It's Friday Eve. It's Friday Eve. Excited for Friday. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I'm excited to uh, break down this episode. Yes, about you? sir. Uh, long day, long week. Having Monday yep. off really threw off my entire schedule, threw off our entire recording 100%. schedule. Um, mm. I literally just got off work, haven't showered yet, and it's going to be a long nighter, so yeah um but yeah you know other than that it's friday eve so i'll you know take the small w's where i can get them that's for sure um, um but yeah man you know i'm I, I i couldn't agree more i'm so excited to break down this episode of an s tier marvel show with one of my best friends mr tyler yeah um, oh yeah so. i hate to beat the beat the bush but wow Every time I hear the theme music, wow, oh yeah. my lordy, lord. So good. Also, I don't know if we touched on this last episode, but uh, the Marvel Studios logo is actually different. They made it like golden it green, which I think is yeah. a great little touch. Great. Uh, great touch. It looks great. I love it. Wow. I cannot gas this show up enough. Yeah. I wish they did that with uh, other shows as well. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like, did I, they even do that with like Falcon and Winter Soldier, Wandavision? I don't think so, not that I'm aware it's of. It's just Loki. Loki's just a god tier character, so they I, just gave it to him. I think so. I mean, he's literally a god tier character, so that wouldn't make sense. That's a fair point. Uh, that is you. a fair point. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, Gonzo, <laughs> let's uh, let's quit milking this time. Jump right into it. Yeah. Like yeah. I stated last episode, we do it differently now. Uh, hoping you guys are yeah. enjoying this. So we're gonna jump into Act One. Mm -hmm. The episode starts off in Oshkosh, Wisconsin in 1985, where we see a squad of Minutemen searching for the variant in a renaissance fair. We see someone touch Hunter C-20 with a green glow, and she proceeds to kill the rest of the Minutemen. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side of it, we see Loki being trained by Miss Minutes, and he's definitely not being a very good student, let's be real. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But... Before long, Mobius ends up showing up and uh, bringing Loki along on their next mission, which is to investigate what just happened in Oshkosh. Before they leave, Loki asks Mobius why he is not afraid of taking Loki out on a mission since he will be able to access his powers again. And Mobius immediately claps back and goes, well, you know that we can catch you, and yeah. that doesn't get you any closer to the timekeepers. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of a nice little touch. Reeling them in. Reeling them in. Once they arrive at the scene, Loki goes on this huge, big tangent, tangent, sorry, stalling for time, but Mobius calls his bluff, and they just end up pruning the area. Yeah. Once back at the TVA, Mobius has a conversation with the judge, which is Ravana, 
um, about the mission that Mobius just botched, referencing Oshkosh. During this conversation, we also find out that Mobius has never met the Timekeepers. And Ravana ends up saying they are very busy, but they've expressed that they want this variant captured immediately. Mm. Once Mobius leaves Ravana's office, Mobius starts giving, giving some attitude toward Loki, saying that the variant they are searching for is the superior Loki. And that does not sit well with Loki. He's uh, not mm -hmm. a fan of that. Some mm -hmm. may say. Um, I mean, in reality, I, act, I act one, I would say one of the coolest things about act one is when we see, I mean, we don't know at the time. Well, I guess we do, but we don't know who it is yet. Uh, but when the variant touches C, C, Hunter C-20's head, and there's that like that green glow that kind of goes through her head, and then she just immediately just like starts slaughtering everybody. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. I really liked that. Kind of um, reminded me of like Wanda's powers in a way. I was literally about to bring it up. Like it, it reminds oh. me of um, uh, Age of Ultron um, yep. specifically because that's where she does a lot of that. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, Saturday. Sorry, I really missed that one. Jeez, that was like a no. 35 second delay. <laughs> you would think we'd You're be good. synergized. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I think that, I mean, because we've never seen Loki be able to do that. So, no. and they were, um, I guess not in Act One, but there's a brief later on in this uh, episode um, talking about appearances and powers and everything. And um, yep. it's it's just cool to see how they're exploring Loki's powers without necessarily using our Loki. I think that's a really cool touch. Yeah, that I was uh, that was one of my points actually. I was uh, I just love how yeah they're exploring his powers. Yeah, and it's like something that we haven't seen from the previous mcu projects and i hope i can i think what we kind of saw in the trailer it, that we're seeing a little more yeah. uh powers uh from loki and sylvie uh in the season two so i'm excited to see yeah what they got in season two Absolutely. and this show that we still uh got a good amount um to see out of loki in this show as well mm -hmm. i mean the season so uh it's pretty it's pretty cool um I did have one thing that I caught, and when you were talking about how uh, uh, Loki was a bad student and Miss Minutes was teaching him and all that stuff, uh, he was like, "Are you are you a recording or are you live?" Mm -hmm. And then she says, mm, "Sort of both." Yeah, it's a little ominous, interesting yeah. when you because we've already watched the show, so yeah. we already kind of know that the it's ending. basically. Uh, King basically has a full script yeah. of what everybody says. So yeah. does Miss Minutes already know that? And she's like, but she's like working with King. I just thought it was like kind of I, I, I interesting. Was thinking, when when I saw that when we were watching, that was like one of the first things that popped in my mind as well. Because I was yeah, I was curious if maybe just that is like almost like a form of Kang, and he's like playing yeah. a role. So he kind of keeps a keen eye on everything. Or if yes. like you're saying it is something where like it is more of an AI thing that Kang just like gave a bunch of data to. Um, yeah. I think either one could be true. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Because the way she said like, it was super ominous. And then she like yeah. teleported into the computer and he was like, oh, that's cheating. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like your point uh, of uh, Miss Minutes kind of being like in control, like Kang's controlling her in a way. Yeah. But she's also like an AI, so she's able to yeah. um, do her own thing. But he can like 
pop in yeah every now and then what's going on in here um yeah yeah uh i also liked uh i mean i just wanted to point this out when he had the jet ski magazine mm-hmm. i just want to see mobius in a jet ski next season um but yeah, yeah i um they, they all that was a big teaser from that the, or geez that was a big thing that was shown in the teaser of loki season yeah. two that was so difficult yeah. Um, but yeah, he like time warps or jumps in front of a jet ski place. So I'm really yeah, yeah. hoping that, I mean, obviously it seems like Mobius and Loki are going to be back to where they were by the end of season two. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping Loki's like, you told me like the old, like the, I got to know this from the old you that you really wanted to ride a jet ski. Like now's the time. Like I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, let's yeah, let's yeah. whip these. That was aggressive. <laughs> we'll bleep that. <laughs> but... No, I thought that was uh, I thought that was sick. And another thing that I thought was pretty neat, and a little like a little bit more banter between uh, Ravana and Mobius is during that conversation in the office. He was mm. like, "Oh, I really like that snow globe. Like, where'd you get that? I don't yeah. remember bringing that back." And she was like, "Oh, yeah. you think you're the only analyst working for me?" And yeah. he just kind of keeps chirping back at her, like, "Oh, maybe your other an- side analyst did that, or ooh, what if your other yeah, side yeah. analyst?" And so it definitely seems like it's a nice ish workplace uh for mobius mm-hmm. and ravana um also it is almost a little bit weird that they're like keeping like random items of like crime scenes it is or something. odd you know what i mean but also we when we talk about um my point from uh, last episode when they have like 10 infinity stones just in the drawer yeah like it seems like it's just a reoccurring thing in the tva that they just have all this stuff but some of them are just like Infinity Stone. I could like to an extent understand though, even though there's no power at the TVA with them. It's like, dude, if I if I somehow were able to leave, these things are insane. Yeah. But a snow yeah. globe, and I'm, I'm guessing yeah. you got that from the variant going to a place, slaughtering your Minutemen, and then pruning the area, and they snabbed it on the way back. So it's like, why? I just... Oh, I. Am I allowed to jump ahead a little bit? Uh, a, a theory? I just thought of a theory. Is it a part of this to... episode? Kind of. Yeah. In a way, we're talking about the, the pieces. Okay. What sure. if what if all those – because it's about this episode but also about the show. Okay. Like, then absolutely. The whole show. I just didn't want you to like you know, jump into act two or something. I'm like, well, we can read it first. But I see what you're saying. Oh, no. So you know how uh, Ravana? we find out that she was a teacher – yeah. At Roosevelt High School. Yeah. What if the snow globe, all those other pieces I know what you're about to say. Oh my god. Were like like the big uh, characters in this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Mobius or uh what's that other uh B B uh, Hunter B15. Yep. Was a, had the snow globe. Yep. What if that was like all like those type of Yeah. uh memories. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I think that that is chills. That that's got to be exactly what it is. There's, I mean, that has, to be. that has to be because that she has the Roosevelt pen and, yes. um, I, I can't remember exactly what Hunter B-15 is in a previous life or Hunter C- C-20 or all these other yep. people, but we do know from, uh, the trailer about Ravana. So, I mean, I th- either one, whether like, maybe it's like, it's on their person and then they're like brought yeah. into the TVA and just like, whatever they brought, they're just like, Oh, what is this? It's a pen. It's weird that it yeah, has yeah. Like weird writing or whatever. Like I've never mm-hmm. heard of this place, you know, but it's like a way to like keep it. I think, yeah. yeah. Or I don't know. I don't know. That's sick. Ooh. That's a really good theory. Ooh. I like you, man. 
Your brain like be turned and summoned. Alrighty, uh, boss. Well, I mean, that, that's all I got in my what? I mean, pretty much. Yeah, that's why. What's a banger first act? Are we ready for act two, ladies and gentlemen? I think I am. Oh, did you? I I think they are. Oh, it's Miss Minutes. Oh, it's, it's Miss Minutes. Eric, are you ready? Yeah, Eric's ready too. Eric? All right, here we go. Oh, yeah, Eric mm. and Aaron are ready. Oh, I nobody sure else though, right? I was going to say, I made sure the triplet left. We only got okay. the twins. I'm fine with Eric and Aaron. Yeah. I, I'm fine with hiring more people. Oh, okay. But you get, you just got to let Alex, your you're good. Coast, no. You can come in, Alex. You can work now. You said you're good with you more people? Yeah. No, you, you got to let me know next time. Alex, you're fired. <laughs> Alex, get out I'm, here. I'm so sorry. Like, I know that was mid-dinner. I called you up. Nah, bro, you got to. Yeah, I know you have kid. a family. I don't care. Get back on your plane. Go back to Pennsylvania. Okay. We got to finish this, bro. Just get out of my house, dude. I'm keeping your brothers, by the way. Anyway, yeah, sorry about all that. That anyway. is. <clears throat> hey, Why don't you jump this on This is into your it, fault, man? anyways. I mean, you slept in. <laughs> okay. Here <laughs> we go two again. Two weeks ago. <laughs> all right. On to act two. Uh, after leaving Ravana's office, Mobius begins to have an attitude towards Loki. Saying the variant they're searching for is the superior Loki, and Loki is not a fan of that. Afterward, Mobius assigns Loki the task of going through the extensive collection of files of the variant. However, Loki becomes easily bored and attempts to access classified information on the origin of the TVA. The beginning of time and the end of time. Sorry. Uh, Loki uh, eventually obtains the file portraying him to himself. Wait, pertaining to himself. Uh, which he begins to read and soon realizes it, can, realizes it contains information about Ragnarok, leading to a sudden moment of, of revelation. Uh, he goes to Mobius in the cafeteria to explain his theory, which is that the variant hides in apocalypses. He begins to visually show his theory to Mobius by using, by using his lunch as an example, which ends up ruining Mobius's lunch in the process. Uh, they travel to they travel to Pompeii to test Loki's theory and find out that Loki is correct. After returning to the TVA, Loki and Mobius engaged in a meaning, meaningful conversation about life and their respective beliefs, during which they both uh, present some compelling arguments. Uh, after doing some research, they find out that the variant they are hunting is in Alabama during a 2050 hurricane. After... But the the year is twenty fifty. Yeah, Should not have a wrote classification. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll be guys. That's all. Uh, right. I should. I mean, I I read I read over it too. Gotta be better. Gotta be better. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> uh, a squad of minutemen are briefed and heads to Rock's cart, where they believe the variant is hiding out. Loki uses his magical abilities to dry himself. After entering the building, but B Hunter B-15 remains unimpressed by his actions. We then see a mysterious person looking at surveillance, surveillance cameras and staring at a start Jesus. I'm going to read that sentence over again, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we then see a mysterious person looking at surveillance cameras and starting a countdown. That was deafening. <clears throat> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I mean, act two. A lot of stuff going on. 
Also, yeah. another thing that's wow. kind of on me, that whole first sentence was in the act, act end act one. I, uh, I, I know. I copy and paste it instead of cutting and pasting it because I didn't want to lose yeah. it. It's on yeah. me, guys. You got to hear it twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but do you have any points you would like to point out first in act two? Um, I mean, yes, I do. I'm okay. going to go for it. All right. <laughs> Take the floor. Uh, I just, I, I, they're kind of simple, but, um, would I, uh, when they first get to the rocks cart and they teleport and it's outside pouring rain, I love how Loki like looks up and there's lightning and thunder. And I, I think he thinks was kind of, of uh, yeah, thinks, th- uh, thinking of Thor in a way. Absolutely. And probably like Pond, and he was probably wondering where Thor is mm-hmm. in 2052. Absolutely. Um, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, and then I know this is like super off topic, but not really off topic. But when we talk about the Minutemen, I wish in this show that uh, we kind of see their like what they do in their off time. Like imagine we see them like play five on five basketball or something. And the TVA. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> is like, do they ever get breaks? I only see them get a lunch break. You know. Yeah, I think. I mean, it's work at the end of the day. So like, I imagine they're like working, not playing five on five. Yeah, but basketball. do they do they see that as work though? Because that's what they're created for. I mean, yeah, but, like, they know that they have, like, positions. Like, Mobius knows that he's an analyst. He knows that that's a job. True. That's true. That's true. Um, that would be pretty cool. But yeah. I know you have an argument, and I'm excited to see what you say. Um, you don't have an argument? Or not an argument. You have some thoughts. I do have a couple thoughts. On... Go for it. Yeah. Uh, well, the first one being, um, I think... So when Loki uh, like ends up like going through the files and everything, Mobius was like, "I'm gonna put you to work and like try to act like your life depends on it." Because like if he doesn't end up yeah. finding something or doing this job correctly, he's gonna get pruned. And mm-hmm. even with like that on the line, Loki still within minutes got bored and then tried to do yeah. some devious act of, which I don't know how devious this is. I mean, getting information about the origin of the TVA, the beginning of time, or the end of time are all devious in their own right, and knowing where it's going to Loki would be not good, if that makes sense. Um, Mm -hmm. So there's something about that that um, I I think there's something there in that aspect where it's like almost end of season, or end of episode one, how he was talking about how it's all a front, and that he's like, you know, he's a, a weak weak human and he puts, yep. you know he puts off all this ego to get some respect i think mm-hmm. that is true and i think he's like almost trying to do this to get leverage so then he mm-hmm. will have that intimidation factor um obviously gets shunned and i think him looking through his own file and seeing like ragnarok and everything and how many casualties there were and everything i think that really yeah. hit home um obviously we you know saw that and Thor Ragnarok, no big deal. Yeah. Um, which yeah. we covered. Go ahead and check it out on the channel. Um, but so I think like almost he's like reminiscent of that time because he's with Thor and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they go to Pompeii and like, I, I thought this was just kind of funny. When they go to Pompeii to test Loki's theory, 
uh, Mobius was like, all right, let's start off small. Like, can you make bird noises? And Loki was like, no, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it. So he, like, lets yeah, the yeah. notes out. He's, like, telling everybody that they're going to die. Um, yeah, yeah. And all that. And, I mean, he was right, so that's good. If it was He was wrong, right. He, that would be an issue. <laughs> I love their, like, uh, little dialogue. Like, this is so cool. It's oh, just, yeah, they're so And then Mobius is like, yeah, it is cool, but it's kind of just weird because everybody's <laughs> – right here that's gonna die yeah <laughs> you know um, yeah that was really funny um mm -hmm. and then i i would honestly say my biggest talking point of act two is uh once they come back and loki and mobius are having this conversation about their beliefs and you know how they go about life i think i think everybody in the entire world everybody can take a a good page out of mobius's book and uh, it'll actually be, uh, well, let me, Eric, or Aaron, I guess, if he's on lunch, can you make sure to edit in that conversation? Cool. So why read about them? It helps remind me of what we're fighting for. I mean, you really believe in all this stuff, don't you? I don't get hung up on believe, not believe. I just accept what is. Three magic lizards. Timekeepers. Created the TVA. And everyone in it, right. including you. Including me. You see, every time I start to admire your intelligence, you say something like that. And who created you, Loki? A frost giant of Jotunheim. And who raised you? Odin of Asgard. Odin, god of the heavens, Asgard, mystical realm beyond the stars. Frost giants. Listen to it's yourself. It's not the same. They're completely no, no, different. No, no, no. It's oh, not the same. Oh, actually, it's exactly the same thing. Because if you think too hard about where any of us came from, who we truly are, it sounds kind of ridiculous. Existence is chaos. Nothing makes any sense. So we try to make some sense of it. And I'm just lucky that the chaos I emerged into gave me all this. My own glorious purpose. See, the TVA is my life. And it's real because I believe it's real. Fair enough. You believe it's real. Yeah. How does it all end? That's a work in progress. Oh, those lazy timekeepers, what are they waiting for? <laughs> Au contraire. No, because while we protect what came before, they are toiling away in their chamber, untangling the epilogue from its oh. infinite branches. I see. So, when they're finished, what happens then? So are we. No more Nexus events. Just order, and we meet in peace at the end of time. Nice, right? Only order. Mm -hmm. No chaos. That sounds boring. I'm sure it does to you. Um, sorry, he's on lunch. Um, I'll it'll make sure to get into the video. But um, the the way Mobius just speaks about his life, and he was like, you know, I don't know if the timekeepers are real. I've been told that they're real and it gives me hope. And so that's, you know, that's what I'm fighting for. But if you believe in this, that's cool. Awesome. I'm happy for you. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it's cool. It, it puts in good perspective of like, you should be grateful of what you have, whether you want to be or 100%. not. 100%. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't know. I just, I really enjoyed that. I thought that was a good, insightful conversation between the both of them. Yeah. And I think that I, also helped with Loki understand more of Mobius. Yeah. I, I do like... I see more of Loki's perspective um, because I, that's kind of not to get 
personal here, but that's kind of maybe the way I kind of think. I question a lot of stuff. Which you is know? totally fine. Which is totally fine. But um, Mobius has great points. And I'm definitely going to, like do. you said, yeah. take it in. Um, but I like how they um, are able to just like, um, I don't really, I, I had a point and I forgot. Al. I hate it. Um, man. I just like that conversation. That's a really Let's good conversation. It's a very it's a, introspective yeah. conversation between the both of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say I would um, agree with Loki's side in a way because I I can't just be comfortable wherever I'm at. Like I like to question. I like to observe. I like to do all that kind of stuff. So um, they both bring invalid points, but I do like um, Mobius' advice. And it's kind of good life advice Absolutely. in a way. And I think um, the biggest thing within questioning and doing all that, that's totally fine. I mean, like as a personal human, like I'm also, I'm a very curious human being as well. I mean, you know that about yeah. me. I, I think the biggest thing was that like Mobius was like, well, think about like, he was like, who is your father? And he was like, Laufey of Jotunheim. He's like, who is your mother? Or who is your stepfather? And he's like, Odin. He yeah. was like, yeah, Odin, God of all gods, yeah, does this yeah. and that. And he was like, that's crazy to me like that's yeah. like how like why can't you believe what i like why can't you let me believe what i believe since you believe that and i think that that's weird 100%. Mm -hmm. um and i think that's where it kind of gets in that gray area where it's just like gotta let them be man but like yeah, being curious yeah. and trying to learn like that being curious is how you learn it's how you get more yeah. information but like you gotta like you know not try to be disrespectful. I mean, not that Loki was being disrespectful, yeah. but like no, he 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 definitely came out of attacking mode. Yeah, in a way, it's like bro, um, cool the jets, boss. Yeah, like if he was coming at him like, so, like what are the timekeepers? Yeah, have you ever met him? Like you know, just like those yeah. type of questions. I Probably would have been a little more peaceful. Yeah, but I think it was a dialogue that was definitely needed. Absolutely. Um, I'm excited um, for you guys to hear it, which uh. Yeah, yeah. The boys back there will... Uh, Eric or Aaron. But yeah, I mean, other than that, and I also, I think one last thing to touch on for Act 2 is that it was brought up in Act 1 where, you know, Loki asked Mobius, are you not afraid of me using my powers? Um, and it's almost like forgotten about because there's there spend a lot of time in the TVA where you almost forget that Loki yeah. has those access, like uh, accessible. Um, and so like when he's like out in, in the field, so to speak, you don't think about it because he's with around TVA agents. But um, yeah. at the end of Act 2 when he enters the building and he's like, <clears throat> and he's all dry and he looks like a stud, Jesus. Um, I just think that that's a – I thought that was a nice little touch. you know? Yeah, well, definitely. I did like that too. And he had a good like reason why he did it. Yeah. Because he didn't want to squeak. Yeah, he didn't want to walk around like those clowns. Yeah, yeah. So good point. Yeah. Uh, on to Act 3. On to Act 3. Correct. Yes, sir. Beautiful. <clears throat> After some arguing, Loki ends up walking with Hunter B-15 to clear the grocery store. They find a person looking up plants, and they start questioning him. Bef before they get far, the person ends up grabbing Hunter B-15, and her eyes glow green, and starts speaking to Loki differently. Loki establishes that the person that he is talking to is now the variant. One of the Minutemen ends up finding C-20 from earlier in the episode, so Mobius ends up running to her. She tells him that she told someone where to find the timekeepers. That's a uh, super key. Mm -hmm. um, 
Loki watches the variant switch bodies again and proceeds to check on Hunter B-15, but the variant patronizes him for being worried. Loki then reveals his plan to overthrow the Timekeepers and is looking for a good sidekick, but the Loki the variant mm-hmm. declines. Uh, Hunter B-15 wakes up and finds Mobius and tells him that she doesn't know what happened and that she lost Loki. Loki sees the Nexus bombs all strung up and then he makes a comment, but then the variant comes out and starts fighting him to stall for more time. Once everything is set up, the variant then reveals herself to Loki. I feel like that was a big shock to a lot of people. Yeah, um, yeah. I thought we would get that in episode three. I just wasn't expecting it to be a female, personally. Oh, yeah. well, yeah. I don't think anybody did. Yeah, but also revealing herself as well. Yeah, um, yeah. We then see the Nexus bombs being sent through portals, creating a bunch of branches in the timeline. She opens a portal, waves to Loki, and then she leaves. And then Mobius comes sprinting after Loki. And Loki ends up making a Loki split. Loki. Loki ends up making a split second decision and goes through the portal right as it closes. Phenomenal ending. It gave oh, us that ending. it gave us that that juice of like we now know what the variant is. It's it's a woman. Um mm-hmm. so that's Great exciting. We got, to, we got to see like the, the face and everything like that. That was super mm-hmm. cool. Uh, another cliffhanger. He obviously dip skied away from the TVA, so that's yep. kind of crazy. Um, I think the biggest one, of, something I'm really curious about for Act Three is, I guess to an extent, Act, I understand Act Three. Oh, conti- sorry. Continue on. Sorry. All right. Um. So in Act One, Sylvie dumps does some sort of like mind control on Hunter C twenty. Yep. Um, and then we end up finding her in act three and she's like freaking out, not having a good time, let's say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then she ends up revealing that she ended up telling someone where to find the timekeepers, that being Sylvie. Um, and I'm curious on why Hunter B-15 didn't have like a similar reaction. I mean, I understand that they were kind of different powers. One was like a more mind control, like took over the mind and one was just like, using the body as a puppet so maybe that's it but i don't know when hunter b15 when she woke up she was like i don't know if she was more groggy because it was almost like what happened to her felt like a long night of drinking or if it was like i don't know where i'm at i gotta get my bearings for a minute and then she's like oh i'm hunter b15 with a tva i gotta tell someone that i don't have loki so Mm -hmm. i don't know if maybe or also maybe hunter b15 just also is like stronger mentally than hunter c50 c20 sorry so maybe it wasn't. It was harder to break her, like mentally. I don't know. I, I was curious about that, though. Do you have any insight, maybe, or any thoughts do, about it? I, I do have a possible answer, right, but it's okay. an answer where I would have to jump ahead and jump back as well. I mean, am I allowed? Some, I mean, do some jump rope, man. Um. Well, the reason why Hunter B fifteen didn't get brainwashed. Um, because she just passed out on to the, I don't know, what, what is that, a mall or a supermarket? Uh, it's like a grocery store. Rocks cart? Grocery yeah, store grocery floor, store. yeah. Um, but what was the was the other C? Hunter C20. C, Hunter C20. Uh, but C20 got um, knocked out, but then Sylvie took her and captured her. Mm-hmm. And then uh, later on, um, throughout the episodes, uh, there's a scene where Sylvie 
um, is with C20 brainwashing her and talking to her. Oh yeah, that's right. Asking her. Oh, that's so yeah. Asking right. her. And then asking she her shows about her the yes, that's for sure what it yeah. is. Yes, but I feel like um, Hunter B15 definitely saw a glimpse or a dream or had to have something. like a a glimpse of her past life yeah. because she seemed definitely uh, different. I think she yeah. talks about it. I just can't remember. I, th I think so but, as well. Um, yeah, that's, that's but that this is when, yeah, I feel like this is when she kind of shifts to the other side, mm -hmm. but hopefully that answers your question. Absolutely. I completely forgot about yeah. that scene. So that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, and something else I thought was super, super intelligent out of Sylvie was I think in in the beginning of Act 3, or actually the end of Act 2, you kind of see these Nexus bombs all strung up, and then throughout Act 3, you see, him, yeah. or see her continuously stringing them up and typing stuff in. And Loki even makes a comment like, oh, is this your big plan to bring us all here and then prune us and kill us? Um, and I, I, she like almost like scoffs at it. She's like, like you yeah. think I'm that stupid? And for her to just like start teleporting them into random areas, creating massive yeah. branches to where then she can Next she can go events. anywhere. There's mm -hmm. so much yes. there's so much extra stuff going on. Very she true. has now full range of travel. Like there's yes. no like there's way more important things now than her, which I thought mm -hmm. was super intelligent. Um, that is something really I wasn't I, didn't even think about I wasn't that. thinking of. Because um, yeah. I was like, yeah, that, that's a really good idea. Get a bunch of Minutemen over there, including Mobius and Loki. Um, and then prune everybody like mm -hmm. Mobius and Loki are probably your biggest threats outside of maybe Ravana, mm -hmm. obviously Kang, but like, that's a whole different thing. Um, so it's like, yeah, get like the, the heavy hitters that are looking for you yeah. and just mm -hmm. get rid of them. <laughs> like that would yeah. have been a good she, idea too, but yeah, she was, yeah, I feel like she was causing all these Nexus events and then also, um, maybe gathering all of them, mm -hmm. um, because, Maybe her original plan was scatter all the agents so there's no like security, so she can just run up to it. Because we got, she was like, uh, Hunter, I mean, C20 was like, oh, I revealed the location of the timekeepers. Yeah. So that's when that plan started to engage, I feel like. Absolutely. And then she was <clears throat> trying to get to the timekeepers yeah. by scattering all of the uh, yeah. men and men. I mean, that's uh, the next episode. I'm pretty sure that's what that is. Yeah. So yeah. that makes a lot of sense. I'm I'm curious as to why maybe she just wanted to do it with her own hand, but why she wouldn't having the location of the timekeepers wouldn't just prune the area of the timekeepers. You know what I mean? Instead of going to the TVA to I guess question them and then cutting off one of their heads, finding out that they're a robot. You know what I mean? Like I just there's a lot of extra travel and like we know what happens next episode. We're like you know spoilers I guess, but they like they almost die. So it's like, yeah. could have just pruned it. You know that you pruned it. There's no way you can escape it. So like, thumbs up, mission complete, end of yeah. season. <laughs> um, but like, she, but you, uh, she's never seen. I think from her position, she's never seen um, the timekeepers. Yeah. So she doesn't know they're like sitting down, talking gibberish. We'll get to that when that comes out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, she doesn't know how powerful they are that is true. she thinks they're real. Yeah. Um, at this time. So, yeah. um, it's a good question, but I have a question for you. <laughs> Thoughts on Sylvie's outfit. 
Oh, it's costume. Unbelievable. Uh, love it. Yeah. The little horns. I love it too. Insane. Yeah, I like the missing horn. Yeah. For sure. And I did a um She's a little, also beautiful. <sighs> yeah, I did a tad bit of research, but I think this is a mix between um a Loki in the comics, and then there's also a Sylvie. Um, so it's a Sylvie, the name and the powers, but Loki, the, costume. um, costume. So they kind of like in, in, re, like intertwined both. That's cool. Which I thought was cool. And um, something I do know a little like behind the scenes, I didn't gross, but for now we're yeah. just going to keep it like this. But one thing I, I thought was pretty cool is that her suit was like zippered around her tatas because she like mm-hmm. just had a kid. She like just had a kid like right before oh, really? filming. So she could like breastfeed her kid. It was while still being oh, in the that's suit. Dope. So you could just like zip, pull out the yitty, throw the baby away, zip up. We call it good. I don't know if it was like a zipper or Velcro, but I do know there was like an easy accessible way because she was like, Got you. I'm busy a lot of the time, but like my kid's going to get hungry. And like putting this suit, I imagine yeah. putting on those costumes is <laughs> just awful. You look great in them, yeah. but man, that looks yeah. tough. So that's cool. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I thought that was pretty um, neat. Cause like, he's always unpredictable from all the past MCU projects. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of expect it, but you don't know when. Yeah. But this time you're like, you, you know, what's going to happen, but is it going to work or is it not going to work? Yeah. So you're kind of seeing it from Loki's perspective other than the other MCU projects. We're seeing it from the hero's perspective. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's exciting, yeah, it's man. Great, great episode. Great episode. Uh, Love you guys. Yeah. Um, Long if day. If you guys are watching this, there's a very good chance that we'll be live streaming over on kick.com forward slash masculine chair covering uh, um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Three podcasts we've done with live stream. So, you know, yeah. you can have some uh, interactive moments with us. You know, we're, we're constantly looking at chat. So if you have a question about something or you want to put your two cents in, we'd love to see it say it out mm-hmm. loud we can discuss it whatever um mm-hmm. other than that per the usual like comment subscribe share with grandma share with your dog uh do what you All gotta right. do um yeah. Gonzo, give me an insightful quote like you have been oh. giving outside of last episode oh i guess not quote. <clears throat> give them something uh motivating who's gonna carry the boats you know yeah who's gonna carry the boats not uh, me. i'll eat them little, <clears throat> little piggy over here wait um damn this is tough always inspired to be better than yesterday always aspire to be a better person than yesterday always inspire to be a <clears throat> see this is where i'm losing that's okay that. that's okay it's gonna come it's gotta come organic for me yeah. or it just won't work I will say this much. I wasn't expecting you to go that route. And I know for the people here, they can't read that because, oh, geez, uh, Jesus, because it's backwards and small text for you guys. Uh, but it literally says, be better today. Um, and then right above it, it says, uh, not good, not me, kid, bye, yours truly, a.k.a. Tyler. But um, GG. I could not agree more. Be better today. And then when yep. you wake up tomorrow... Be better tomorrow. Strive for success. Yep. And if you have a bad day, just have a mindset of just give me one more day. One more. And then you'll and then you're dialed you in. Move on to the next day. 
and then you're on to your daily tasks, your daily motivations, what you want to be better at, what do you need to improve at, you know? Yeah, man. Be better. Be better. Respectfully. Not as like a Inspire to be useful. Mm. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. used today. That's for sure. Yes, I was as well. I'm so healthy. Alrighty, guys. Well, <laughs> um, phenomenal message out of Gonzo to keep you guys going. I try, uh, I try. Nah, man, that was great. Um, you got anything you want to say to the people before we head out? Outside of more inspiring things coming out of that gorgeous mouth of yours. Pause. Um, you already kind of hit them with the like, comment, subscribe, but I'll repeat it. Like, comment, subscribe. Make sure you guys check the socials. Mm-hmm. Watch with PC on everything. Everything. Um, Bing bong. And hit that notification. Yeah. Love you. This has been The Watchers. Peace. Peace. And bug grease.